Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Get 'em Chopping Podcast, episode number three. I am your host, Mike DiTomaso. Join with my co-host, Paulie Paleo Jr. Paul, we have a lot to talk about with the Mets and the Yankees. So, I know you call me a jinx. The uh, the Mets start off really, really, really hot. They were 10-1 and one about three, four days ago. And then I, uh, I congratulated you on such a great May. And then what happened, Paul? Let's talk about it. First of all, Mikey boy, what's going on there, Hammer? Uh, <laughs> I just want to throw it out there that, you know, Mr. DiTomaso decided to text me <coughs> on, what, what was uh, it, Wednesday morning? Thursday, it was Thursday morning. Yeah. Oh, the Mets are doing great. Seven straight, 10-1 in May. They haven't won a fucking game since. Thanks a lot, pal. How about you put them in a bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> you know? You mush. Unreal, bro. It's like you did it on purpose. I kind of did. Yeah, thanks. I kind of did. Pal. Because I, I just wanted to, you know, give you a little, get you on your high horse and then, you know, what, wait, and then give you a little jinx. You're not going to rain on my parade today, pal. Yeah. And especially the fourth seed. Yeah, and especially after after, after how well the Yankees played against Tampa Bay. Um, pitching oh, was yeah, unbelievable. I, that's well, an often occurrence. They played so well against Tampa Bay, and I always listen. Tampa Bay is a very, very good team. It's mm-hmm. like it's like New York's kryptonite, like you said. Tampa Bay is a very good team, and when you're able to play that well against a, a, a team like that, you know it, it gets me a little confidence. Well, then why didn't the Mets do their best Yankee impersonation and get swept by them? Because <sighs> the Mets can't hit. The Mets cannot hit. The Yankees are very, very capable of hitting the baseball, but they're just so streaky and injury-prone. That's the only thing with the Yankees. They always have kind of the, uh, you know, the guys that could fill in and replace. They used to. Talkman's gone, bro. Yeah, I mean that was that was uh, that was like like Mike Ford would always step up to the plate. Mike Ford's batting 95. Like I remember when they were. When they were, you know... Yeah, back in what, 2018? 2018, 2019. Like, who are these guys? The who bottom, are these yeah, kids? Yeah, the bottom of the lineup was their best assets. Yeah. They're gone. Yeah. They're gone. It's hard. It's hard. And, you know, Brett Gardner, I'm I'm happy, you know, I'm a big Brett Gardner starting. fan. Big Brett Gardner fan. But you also have Clint Frazier, who's batting like a 150. For the inter- yeah, it's brutal. He played so well last Waiting year. Waiting for him for a long time. Yeah, no. I mean, he. I think he hit a home run, uh, what was it, today? It was a rope line drive down to the uh, left center. Um, but, you know, it's, it's just they're too streaky. Same thing with, you know, Gary Sanchez. Same thing with Gary Sanchez. He, uh, he gets up. He'll hit a home run every now and then, and then Kyle Gashioka's got to be in them. He's got to be a starting catcher. He has to be. Yeah, I mean, he has to be. one thing about Gary Sanchez though is his defense has stepped up a lot. It has, but he could also throw out anybody on the base paths. He has a fucking arm. Have you ever seen his arm? He can't hit. Yeah, he's a fucking strikeout machine. It's uh, I mean, it's a shame because uh, he was so good when he came up, dude. And that's dude. He's like James McCann can't hit. Yeah, but at least he could throw runners out. Yeah. He's a good defensive catcher. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Gary Sanchez came up with this whole fucking huge hype, and then oh, Gary this, Gary that. He's nothing, bro. <laughs> he's nothing. Yeah, no. 
the L track. Ridiculous. It's uh, it's 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 depressing to the see. The Kraken. They they gave yeah. him a nickname. Yeah. He's that's almost as bad as Matt Harvey. Yeah. The Dark Knight. The Dark Knight. <laughs> yeah, the Kraken. Give me a break, dude. The best players in New York don't have nicknames. They don't have nicknames. Derek Jeter didn't have a nickname. Jacob DeGrom doesn't have a nickname. He had a nickname, Mr. November. And El Capitan. Oh, fuck that shit. That's not <laughs> bullshit. That's not his real nickname. No one knew him by that. The captain? Yeah, the captain. Okay, I'll give you that The one. captain the ca- of the oh, New York Yankees? Yeah. Captain, okay. All right. But, um... So, other than baseball, though, a lot of news is going around with the New York Rangers. Um... About coaching candidates, uh, coaching candidates. Yeah. yeah, I feel bad for Quinny, but you know, uh, I guess I, you're, honestly, you're not... if if I were to if I were to rate David Quinn on a scale of one to ten, um, I would probably give him about a seven point four. But it depends on what management wanted him to do. Yeah, if they went into the season saying, "Yo, listen, you got to make the playoffs." Mm-hmm. Or if they went into the season, listen, yeah. you know, groom the young kids. Yeah. You know, it all, no one knows. I think the young kids are being groomed. I, I still think that they have a lot of, um, you know, I, I there's so much talent to be had in this team. Adam Fox was unbelievable this year. I did not expect him to. He had he had one of the best seasons that I've ever seen a defenseman have. Yeah. Um, and a shame because, you know, they don't make the playoffs and it, it's kind of like, like he was a season. victim of circumstance. Yeah. The clean house and but management and he was, you know, the, he was a victim. You know, when you have guys like Alexi Lafreniere and um, Cabo Gacco that are still not even, what are they, 20, not even 21 yet? They yeah. can't even legally have a beer in the United States. But when you're able to make those guys thrive... That's when the Rangers are going to be one of the top teams in the yeah, NHL. Yeah, but that was never going to be this year, though. I know that wasn't going to be this year. It was going to take year. a while. I mean... But, you know, it, when you look at guys that are of that caliber, Alessi Lafreniere, like, look at Connor no, McDavid. But, you know, Tony he just scored, hard us. Connor McDavid scored over 100 points in 52 games. It's fucking unheard of. We want to see, we want top-tier talent of these players at, like, 18, 19 years old... But, but I'm saying yeah. they're playing all in division. You know what I mean? You yeah. have Artemi Panarin, their best player. Yeah, he has that's, that's that, another. He thing. has that situation in Russia, which is you know you can't foresee that. Yeah, that's, you know what I mean. Yeah, you can't you can't foresee you know uh, Tony D'Angelo then leaving him because of whatever. I don't even know what he did. He's just crazy. <laughs> you know what I mean? And and you know shit like that. Like you just can't you can't foresee yeah. things like that. Plus you're playing great teams. You're playing mm-hmm. Boston. You're playing Long Island. You're playing Pittsburgh. You're playing these teams. Yeah. Yeah, no, they, they, the Metropolitan Division is by exactly. far the best division in the NHL. Um, you know, the Boston Bruins, Capitals, they, they're just unbelievable division. It's very hard to compete in that division. And when you're playing the same teams over and over again, it's, it's, it's hard. Yeah. It's very, very hard. But, on the other hand, with the coaching... Uh, you know, kind of coaching talks that we're going to be getting into. There's a lot of hot names that are on the board, and I know that there's a lot of very good candidates that would be more than happy to coach this young, talented New York Rangers team. So there's a couple of names out there that I have off the tip of my tongue. Um, there's one that I know you already know that I'm going to talk about, mm-hmm. but there's another one that's not an 
ex-former Ranger rather than one of the greatest goaltenders of all time, Patrick Waugh, that's been uh, in high consideration, which I think would be a great fit for the New York Rangers um, because I think he could really, really develop young talent and he's been in high consideration. I think Patrick Waugh would be unbelievable. For, uh, Dude, unbelievable you fit. would know better than me. I have two names in consideration. Other than that, <laughs> I have no idea. So one of the Nothing names, one of the names. Before you bring it up, I'll I'll lead into it. Is Mark Messier? Shout out, cousin Nikki, <laughs> biggest Rangers fan I know. That's the he brought it into my head where I'm like, holy shit, you know what? That might be a good idea. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then you got Torts, which you know. So the only thing is, if Mark Messier were to become, you know, the guy. I would love to see him bring in some of his old teammates. I would like to see Brian Leach on the bench. I would like to see Adam Graves on the bench. Maybe even Mike Richter as a coach. Or they could fucking bring Henrik Lundqvist into the Rangers organization as a young mentor for the goaltenders like Georgiev. I think that there is so much um, history behind the New York Rangers team that they could develop as a coaching staff of you know winning players and kind of you know, stretch I mean, through the league. Uh, I, the team, I understand you have ideas, Mikey. I understand. There is but, so much to be... There, you just have so many whoever is going to be brought in right now... Yeah. You know, I mean, God bless Chris Drury. Hopefully he knows what he's doing. This next coach is expected to bring this team to the promised land. Yeah. They're a young up-and-coming team. Yeah. I mean, what? They have eight players under 22 years old. Yeah. Like, this next coach is supposed to take this team to the next level. Yeah. And they just have an enormous amount of talent in Artemi Panera and Mika Zibanejad, Adam Fox, just all these guys that are points, you know, they're point getters, they're point scorers, they're able to have them. Mika had COVID. That's another thing that set them back. Yeah. It, it's just the amount of talent that's on this team is, you know, unquestionable. That if they were in the playoffs right now, they would be very successful, in my opinion. The Rangers are where the Knicks were last yeah. year, with a bunch of young talent mm-hmm. without the right leader. Yeah, and you know, you know, you got the James Dole and whatever. I don't give a shit about that guy. Do you but, think? Do you think John Tortorella could coach this Rangers team right now? I mean, and I'm not even saying that he's going to be the hired guy. But do you think? I he, just want a coach that can coach. Young players. Yeah. This is the youngest team in hockey. Yeah. I want a coach that can represent So do you hire a young coach? It doesn't matter. Young vet doesn't matter. You got Thibodeau. Thibodeau's coaching a young team. This team's... You can tell this team's playing for him. Yeah. They're the fourth best team in the Eastern Conference, man. Julius (laughs) Randle, no one could stand him last year. Now he's the MVP of the NBA. Including yourself, you couldn't stand him last year. I couldn't stand him, dude. (laughs) But I'm saying, a coach, a great coach makes all the difference. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think Quinny was a good coach, but I don't know if he was the coach to take them. All right, so you keep saying that Julius Randle is going to be the MVP. Yeah, he is. It's not going to be. He should be, yes. He should be. Yes. But would you rather him... I know you want him to be the MVP, but if he doesn't get that... Do he's you think the most he, improved player. He's the most improved player yes, or the, the comeback player of the year? 100%. Yeah. 100%. Okay. No questions. I think his odds are in the beginning of the season to be the comeback player of the year. We're at like plus 25. The way he's playing right now, the way this whole team is playing, RJ Barrett, everyone ruled him out. He's a bust. He's this. He's that. What Tom Thibodeau has done with this team? They're the fourth seed in the East. They clinched it today. Yeah. 
Dude, they won 41 games. They won less than 41 games in the last two seasons combined. But how this do is they, insane what he's doing. But if you were to compare them to a team in the West, who would you compare them to? Because the fourth seed in the East is like the eighth seed in the West. They're the best defensive team Okay. in the East. So, I mean, I can't even tell you what the best defensive team in the West is. But that's what the Knicks are. Yeah. And they're the best. They have the best three point percentage out of uh, top three out of any team in the league. So you think what? What are the odds are that they get past the second round in the playoffs? Five. They're not. I think they could beat the Hawks. But whatever they do, it's an improvement. They're. It's a building block. This isn't where this team ends. This is where they start. It only goes up from here. I mean, they're like they're like the Jets. You start from the bottom. <laughs> you can only go well, so we low. we can't talk about the Jets because they haven't made the playoffs since 2010. Yeah, whatever. You had the draft. The draft was great. But it's like getting a bathing suit for Christmas. You love it, whatever. But you can't use it until July, so it doesn't matter. You put it to the side, and that's where it goes. But you can only go up from where the Knicks were. The Knicks were the laughing stock of the NBA. And now they're the fourth seed in the East. It, it, dude, they skyrocketed. It's yeah. unbelievable. It's yeah. unfathomable. Yeah, no, they they came out of nowhere. They came out of nowhere. And I mean, just, Tom Thibodeau was so, to thank for that, bro. Yeah. Seriously. They're his own defense. They have them playing. They have guys that, like, you're like, who? What? Those going well? Five blocks? Who the fuck's this guy? Now, I mean, they what got do you guys think, where it's like. What do you think about James Dolan's doing this past season with the Rangers and the Knicks? Dude, I don't know if it's a doing or if Would you like me to top you off with another long uh, drink, Paul? Uh, yeah, I'll have a little bit. There you go. Well, cranberry long drink. It's a. It's <laughs> the fact that he's not doing anything that's helping. That's what's helping the Knicks right now. Leon Rose, World Wide West. That's what's helping the Knicks right now. Yeah. The fact that James Dolan stepping aside and saying, hey, you take it from here. That's what's helping them. The fact that he was so hands-on. I mean, unfortunately, he was kind of hands-on with J.D. You know what I mean? And That was a tough decision to make, but I honestly dude, think that... Dude, uh, Chris Jury was waiting in the wings. He couldn't yeah. wait to hire that guy. Yeah. He wants him to take over, which, you know, honestly, he was he was sort after. Yeah. Now, one, you know, yeah, I just don't want Chris Jury to go on kind of like a... Um, Power trip? Yeah. I don't think that he will. I mean, just I, just, I just loved him so much as a player that I don't think that he's going to... I just feel like the Knicks know. and the Rangers switch roles. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel right now. Yeah. But, you know, see what's going. Other I mean, than that, I am completely looking forward to going back to Madison Square Garden and physically watching a game in the stadium with no mask on. <laughs> well, you're vaccinated. Yeah. It's been years, dude. I mean, we got to go somewhere. I did get the I'll vaccination. Um... Didn't plan on it, but you know, I, I got it. Bless you. I didn't I didn't I got the Johnson and Johnson one. It was one shot and done. I didn't get any side effects. I didn't feel drowsy or sick or whatever. I've been sleeping a lot this whole weekend. I pretty much slept. Me and my dog took a nice three hour nap today. Um but other than that, I mean I feel great. Listen, I feel fine. Dude, health and happiness, you can go to games now. Yeah. 
You don't have to worry about wearing a mask. Yeah. You don't have to worry about nothing. And that, you know. So if, if you guys are worried about side effects or being drowsy or anything like that after the vaccination, I'm not, I'm, I'm going to tell you I'm 25 years old and it was not bad. But don't feel pressured. <laughs> don't do not do not feel pressured if you know if you're one of those people. I, I I can tell you right now I didn't feel bad at all. But how about how bad the Mets suck right now this weekend? <laughs> <laughs> They're like I feel like I feel like the Yankees switched jerseys. That's how I feel. They can't beat the race. They just can't do it. Why do you got to talk so much shit about the Yankees? Because I don't like... Uh, no, you know, I can't even you, say... You talk too much shit about I the Yankees, but you don't... I can't say I don't, don't like the Yankees. I like the Yankees. I just don't like yeah. their fans. But listen, if, if, like you, if you're going to talk shit, at least fucking back it up, dude. With what? Back it up with at least a victory on the fucking on the win board in in terms of championships or dude, something. Dude, if I'm not winning, you're not winning. Shit. <laughs> Fuck that. You talk so, no, seriously, you talk so much shit about the Yankees, but you know you never back it up with a win and fucking yourself. I, I actually, came up with the Mets. I, I took I took time out of my day to text you and congratulate you on a great May. And you did it on purpose. <laughs> you did it on purpose. You mush. You did it on purpose. The Mets haven't won a game since, and you knew exactly what you were doing. You knew exactly. Yo, that's like I'm me. sitting here rubbing that's, my hands That's right like now, me boy. coming to you and say, yo, Aaron Judge is playing unbelievable, bro. He's playing I hope, unbelievable. Yeah, right I hope now. nothing happens to him. That's what you did to me. That's what you did to me. Oh, yeah, I hope John Collar can, you know, God forbid Garrett Cole. Don't say shit about Gary. Yeah, Cole. right. Throw for another eight inning game. Get it, go, good. I hope he does great. Yeah. He could have. He could have shut out that game too. That was an unbelievable. All right, whatever. Yeah. He pitched great. Yeah. Save him. Do whatever. That's all fine. right. But listen, here's the thing. I root for the Mets' success. You root for the Yankees' failure. That's not true. That That's is not true. That is a hundred percent true. I don't like the Yankee fans. I like the Yankees. I don't like their fans. I don't root for them to fail. You root for if them. You, want me, if you, you root for the Mets to succeed because you know that they won't. <laughs> That's exactly that's, what you no, do. That's false. No, you're that full is of shit. False. That's exactly what you do. I want all New York do. sport. I, listen, what does it do for me if the Yankees or the Mets succeed or fail? It doesn't change my life in any way whatsoever. It does for you. You bet your fucking ass it affects me. <laughs> I'm not happy unless I'm miserable. That's the way it is. All my teams suck. But that's the way it goes. But let me ask you. Are the Mets paying your salary? It doesn't matter. I'm emotionally invested. You're emotionally invested. I'm emotionally invested in the Mets. Okay. And the Jets and the Knicks and the Rangers. <clears throat> See me, I, I like watching New York sports. Because I'm a big sports fan. So I turn on the television. I like to see New York sports teams do well. But you take it to a certain personal level. Like I live and die by my teams. The fuck do you want me to tell you? What do you want me to tell you, dude? That's the way it goes. No, not everyone could just be like you, honestly, bro. No, it it is. It it really is mind boggling to me. It's mind boggling to me because there are so many fans out there that are even more invested than you are. Ah, uh, not many. It's a sickness. It it really it's, is. It's, it's like oh it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah, like, it is. Yep. 100. So I yeah. I mean I can't see the benefit. You know, the benefits that I there would be so much into a team. There aren't many. You know what I mean? That doesn't succeed. Especially when your team suck. Yeah. All my like, teams suck. The Jets hasn't been in the playoffs since 2010. 2010. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Since 2010. Yeah. So what benefit does that do for you by buying season tickets every year in and out, going to the tailgates, buying all their jerseys, 
to sit, like consistently suck. <laughs> what does it's, that do it, for you? It's the it, hope. No, seriously, it, 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 it's honestly the hope that like it's almost suffer, like a religion. It's like suffer now and then. But and you'll been, feel that much better when they but actually you've been win. Suffering for your whole life. There's no hope. I can't quit now. Well, actually, honestly, honestly though, the Jets draft. I think there is hope. Like I said, Robert Sala is Bold, the best thing. Man. The best thing that the Jets have done with their organization in the past twenty-five plus years, in my personal opinion, the Jets need a players' coach. That's exactly what they need. The Jets need a coach that can coach. Whoever it is. Yeah. They don't need a robot that goes cross-eyed when he's in the middle of... He looks like a computer that was malfunctioning, Adam Gase. So, I wanted to talk to you about a story. Okay. When I was 18 years old, and I was working in the equipment management staff with Mm -hmm. the New York Jets, um, Sheldon Richardson, I was was with the D-line, and he told me something that... Never crossed my mind until now. Well, I mean, it always crossed my mind, but something that I never forgot. Sheldon Richardson told me. Sheldon Richardson told me that college coaches, college coaches do not care about their players. And I was like, how could a how you could think a coach it would be not, like the opposite? I guess. How could a college coach not care about their players? Because because college coaches are always looking for the next best thing. The same thing, you know, well, not really the same thing, but in the NFL, he said when he went he went to Missouri, he said, my coaches did not care about me whatsoever. They were always just looking to where they were going to, pers- you know, progress. Yeah, I got you. And then they use me as an example of, oh, I coach Selden Richardson. I coach, I coach the first-round draft pick. That's They put that on their resume. So when they get a guy like... He 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 mentioned Rex Ryan. He said, "I would go to war for Rex." I, said, I didn't well, even play for the Jets. Yeah. I'd go to war for Rex. He, exactly, he was a rookie. I'd he run goes, through a brick wall for Rex. He goes, "I would go to war for Rex." I said, "Why so?" And he said, "Because Rex cares about his players." And that's exactly what a a player's coach is. When you have players that are willing to go to war for you, that's when you're going to have a successful team. Not only that, when you're football smart. And you have players behind you. That's when you're going to be successful. I went to college. I went to SUNY Cortland, where it was a D three uh, a D three school. Our our coaches did not give a fuck about the players. If anything, they made them resent the team. If anything, I know firsthand because I, I was I was a part of it. But all the coaches that you know that are in college. They're just looking, especially D3, they're just they're looking, looking to move to, forward. They're looking to move forward, yeah. and that's all they care about is their resume. That's why I could never be a part of something like that. But well, when you have an actual player's coach, that's when the players strive. Obviously, and I hope that Robert Soller is that guy. He's got the energy, dude. I mean, you listen, like, I, dude, you know how many times I've listened to, like, like on Facebook, like, the, the calls to the draft picks? When he's calling Elijah Moore, when he's calling Zach Wilson, this dude's got fire, bro. Yeah, it's exciting. Yeah, I love it. And I, I love, absolutely love it. And I love the fact that he was actually a stockbroker in New York, hated finance. Well, became he a wasn't a stockbroker. He wasn't finance, but yeah. his brother 
was in one of the towers during, you know, 9-11, which is, you know, one of the worst days in our uh, country's history, but, you know, and but that, it, that, that made that's him... That's another thing. Yeah. It, it's just a little bit of that spark fire that, you know... He's got, he's, he's got, the, he's got the New York yeah. fire to him. Yeah, he exactly. does. He really does. Yeah, and, and that's, that's, you know, the same thing with Joe Judge with the New York Giants. But Joe Judge has more of, like... I, 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 love, really, I love coaches yeah. that are relatable to their players. They're able to joke around. They're able to have fun. But at the same time, they mean 100% business and still have and the And their players their respect them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, that's just the way it is. That's what it is. If, I think, when, if I think both New guy, York teams have the right guy at the helm. Right if now. you want to be a head guy, you have to be respected. You have to be respected. And That's Robert Sala yeah. is a bold, beautiful man. Now, talking about, like, coaches in the NFL and stuff like that, yeah, about being okay. respected by your coaches. Yeah. Or being respected by your players as a coach. You look at a guy like Sean McVay, who there are... There are He's younger than almost half of his players. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But they respect the fuck out of him, and that makes him a great coach. Because he's energetic, and he knows what he's talking yeah. about, and players want to play He actually has a separate coach on the sideline to hold him back. Yeah. So they don't get. I wish I had that job. That's a fucking great job. Dude. Are you kidding? Well, I wonder what they pay that guy. I don't have no idea. I don't know. That's almost think, like. Think, that's almost like. Right. You ever hear Snoop Dogg? He has his own personal blunt roller. Guy just follows him around all year round. Just rolls blunts for him. Really? Yeah, that's like what the holdback coach is. It's like kind of the same thing. <laughs> no, yeah, you're on call. Yeah, that's a great comparison. Yeah, yeah. But uh, that's you just know. like me walking around with a. With a long drink guy opening up my cans for me. Ah, now you're getting a little lazy there. Right. <laughs> if it's one thing if it's a bottle, but cans, I mean, kind of, you can kind of open cans. Yeah. Yeah, that's not that hard. If I was Snoop Dogg, I don't think I'd have somebody following around rolling blunts for me, though. Why? He's got money for it. Yeah. He literally has a guy on salary, I swear to God. <laughs> he was on Stern, he said it, I swear. That's ridiculous. It's unbelievable. That's absolutely ridiculous. But you know what, dude? I mean... Honestly, the Jets kind of the Jets are on their way up. The Rangers are out of it. You know, Islander fans. I'm not an Islander fan, but it you know, it happens. Yeah. You know, hopefully they go. You know, as far as they can. Yeah, no, I, I mean, really listen, like don't get me wrong. Potvin sucks, but but you know, I'm still not going to hate on the Islanders. I I want them to succeed. I'm I don't Rangers like fan. them. I'm a big Rangers fan. I do not want the Islanders to. You know, but if they won a championship, I'd still say fuck yeah. It's a New York. I, I'm I'm all for New York sports. I'd be less okay with the Islanders winning a championship than if the Nets win. If the Nets win, it's yeah. like whatever, bro. You put together a super team, mm-hmm. whatever. You know, but the Knicks, dude, what they yeah. have done. Like if, if if yeah, if the Nets if the Nets were to win the championship. Yeah. They I would, go, I would you know, go, it's like it's I like the, go to the parade. No, it's like yeah. the fucking no, it's like the fucking nineties Yankees, dude. Yeah, they bought it. That's the way it goes. They bought it. That was that was. You had G. You had a lot of good scouting. You can't. You, you can't. But they, so see, here's less, the difference. I mean, though. to a lesser extent, baseball. There's nine guys on the field. Basketball. There's five guys. Yeah, there's to a lesser extent. But you know how everyone talked about how yeah. Yankees won championships. But I'm just excited to watch the Knicks play, dude. Like, what they've done this season is just... Uh, win or lose, man. Yeah. New York is on the rise. New York we're is on, on the rise, rise, dude. And I just love to see it because we're coming out of one of the worst years whatsoever. 
in 2020, we couldn't even we couldn't even I mean, watch the, a game. Well, you know, we couldn't even watch a game. We're, now we're actually is able for the country, but yeah. but it's been a decade of terrible sports for yeah, our team. It's been a decade. Of Besides the sports. Yankees, every team has been terrible. Yeah, but that's that, like 2021. I feel like is going to be the best time for New York sports. From 2021 to 2030. I, I'm so excited. To, I'm so this excited. This next decade dude. is going to be an absolute dynasty for New York sports. And all across. Hey, listen, bro. Don't, you know, you know. The New York Rangers. Don't get your hopes up, but, I mean. Don't get my hopes let's, up. Let's just be a little excited. We can be excited. Well, listen, I'm, I'm very about, excited about New York sports right now. I mean. And if you're not, then you're doing something wrong. Yeah, well. I root for the Mets, Jets, Knicks, and Rangers. I've done something wrong my entire life. That's the way it goes. But, I mean, um... But we're turning it around, Paul. Cautiously (laughs) optimistic. Cautiously. Cautiously optimistic. The Mets are going to be a playoff team. Francisco Lindor is going to turn it around. Uh, As soon as he gets that fucking haircut. Jacob DeGrom. Jacob DeGrom? Jacob DeGrom. Jacob Let's put some bubble wrap around him. <laughs> I spelt, I said his name right. Leave me check, alone. Check out the great. <laughs> nah, but you know, let's just hope for the best, man. That's that's all we could do at this point. We'll hope for the best. You know what I mean, we'll hope for the best. The Yankees are playing well. The Mets are playing well, except for this weekend. But you know, it's we're on our way. We're on our way. We're on almost the way. there. On the way. Couple years. Couple Rangers years. Rangers are going to have a, a a new coach very soon. Mark Messier. And I can't wait Shout to talk out to Cousin Nikki. And Mark I can't Messier. wait to talk about it. Um, but on that note, I'd like to end here. We have a lot to talk about next week. And it's going to be unbelievable. The stuff Dude, that we're going to get this, into. Uh, the last two podcasts, I've had a, a blast. Yeah. It, it's and, been and, a fun and, time. And, yeah. It's just, you know what it is? It gets better and better each time with New York sports because there's always something new happening. There's not nothing new. We have the Mets that are actually, you know, doing well, even though they just lost to the Tampa Bay Rays. Got swept. Sorry, A-Rod, you poor bastard. <laughs> <laughs> we got the Yankees. Ben like you're a shitty Batman. Aaron but you're, Judges. Yeah, getting them good. <laughs> <laughs> See, now, I don't, how long are you going to continue after that? Aaron Judge, at least, has been on, on fire. The Yankees are just waiting like, all right, do we give this guy a contract or not? But you know what? Should we? You're going to have to wait. He's almost gonna 30. Have to, bro, he's he's going to have to prove he's healthy first. He's pushing 30 years old, though. How do you give him a big contract? But you're gonna, he's going to have to prove he's healthy, man. Yeah. But on that note, I mean, you know, this has been a fun three weeks. Can't wait to keep it going. And uh, get him chopping. Get him chopping, baby.